At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Wednesday edition of Primetime Action here on VEASANVEASAN.com. Matt Brown, Wes Reynolds on the desk with me here tonight and Kelly Bidlin behind the glass and they're going to widen this camera view here in just a second and you're going to see that we did not plan this i uh, i wear this thing about once a month <laughs> like about maybe once a month somehow two red coats tonight in here was yes i mean this is we're gonna have to we're gonna have to coordinate on this i was move, trying to think forward. of what these colors are i don't know if it's washington state colors it's a little bit more maroon for me than red necessarily but i was trying to think okay what college does like a maroonish and a gray and i couldn't think of anything maybe texas a&m yeah, maybe a little. Maybe I, I guess I'm. I think it's South Carolina. Me I guess and you I'm both South got Carolina. Black shirts on. Maybe I'm Texas Tech or something. You know, mm-hmm. whatever. Like I'm, I'm something along those lines. But I'll, uh, I'll coordinate with you as we, as we move <laughs> forward here, so we don't red jacket it twice in a row. We're, We're like local news anchors <laughs> here, coordinating. Yeah. We're going to talk to uh, Frank Schwab a little bit later. Talk some. NFL with him. We'll talk to Gil Alexander of this very network. We'll talk some tennis with him as well and see what he's going to do for his big golf one-and-done pick. If you don't know how this is going to work out, we did the maths on this thing. And, Kelly, if he, if, if you and I brick and he picks the outright, we can still lose this thing. We could still lose. The he sole purpose, by win. the way, for Gil having me, I think, on a numbers game this morning is kind of try to pick my brain a little bit. He's like, who do you recommend? I'm like, oh, my God, that's a lot of pressure now because I'm horrible at doing that in terms of a one and done. It's like, that's why I bet six or seven guys every week. So, you know, I have a better chance. But, uh, yeah, I know he was uh, he was running behind you guys. Uh, he said that uh, Mr. Bidlin has been on quite a tear lately. 
Kelly oh, has. Oh, yeah, check it out, man. Look at look at all this money at, I've been racking. I was like in a $2.3 million hole uh, heading into the Open Championship, and look at those last four tournaments. Last five tournaments, even. You go 104 and 6.49. And with that, he closes the gap to within 200K of me and extends his lead to Gil. But the problem is, Wes, this is a big tournament with a $2.7 million first prize. And if Kelly and I brick this tournament and Gil picks the out, I'm telling you right now, I'm going to be very upset. I'm going to be extremely upset. Me too. I also, I, I got to admit, we'll talk about it later, but the uh, I'm down to two guys. One feels like the safe choice that's too... Whoa, 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 whoa. You have not submitted yet? No, no, I'm submitted. I'm submitted. Oh, but okay. like, I, I have time to change. We haven't done it yet. But I, I, I feel oh, okay. like I've got the safe bet that I should go with, but then I've got a guy that I'm betting on that I kind of feel more confident about this week. For those of you that can't stick around until the third hour, I'm going with Sam Burns. I'm going with Sam Burns. He's going to win the <laughs> tournament. doesn't matter. All right, we got some first pitches coming here. 705 Eastern, Marlins and the Phillies. Sandy Alcantara and Noah Syndergaard. Alcantara is actually a dog in this one, Wes. Plus 105 for the Marlins. Minus 125 on Syndergaard and the Phillies. Of course, the Phillies have been mashing the ball of late. Seven and a half is the total. They are going to have to use all of their batting skills here against Sandy Alcantara, who has been just absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, he's all been kind long. of an auto play mm-hmm. as an underdog, at least so far this year. But uh, a new change of scenery, second start now in mm-hmm. Philadelphia for Noah Syndergaard. Uh, gets that jail out of free card, I guess, you, if you want to say, for mm-hmm. the Angels, who are going nowhere and nowhere fast. But Philadelphia, they're not going away, at least in the wild card chase. Blue Jays and the Orioles also coming to you here in a couple of minutes. Jose Barrios and Dean Kramer. If you want to go with the Blue Jays on the road as favorites, minus 140. If you want the Orioles at home as underdogs, we are looking at plus 120 on them. Nine is your total this Orioles team can't yeah. be stopped. Yeah, silly me for thinking once they trade Trey Mancini <laughs> and they made a very couple questionable deals, I thought, at the deadline. It's like, okay, guys, you're close. Go for it. And I was like, okay, they're going to mail it in and not going to go for it. But all of a sudden, Orioles tied with Tampa Bay at 58-52 and 52 for that final wildcard spot. Toronto and Seattle, the top two for that for now. So I would lean a little bit on Barrios here. I think uh, he's got some positive regression, too. I know his ERA is over five, but the expert barely over four. Dean Kramer, maybe some negative regression. He's got a 467 on the exit, but uh, tough to go against the O's right now. Here we are thinking they were waving the white flag, but they are absolutely not, at least in the short term. Since they have called up Adley Rutschman, and that is that wasn't the the turning point of this season. Everyone got a little bit better, but since they since they called him up, they are like 20 games over 500. I mean, mm-hmm. the guy guy has the. I mean, you know, listen, he was billed as one of the very top prospects in all of baseball the air quote, perfect catching prospect coming up. He has been really good since he's been called up for them, not only defensively, but but swinging the bat as well. And you could look at these other guys up and down this lineup that just really and truly, I guess all of them really overperformed. And I know that you guys want to give all credit to Mount Castle Uh, here, but Real's got to recognize Real here. (laughs) It is, it is. There's a lot of, there's a a lot of guys hitting up and down that lineup. So we will certainly keep an eye on this one because again, they are right in the thick of it when it comes to 
the wild card race. Looks like that game actually is going to be delayed about an hour. Yeah, so got you, some rain. So you get uh, you get an extra hour if you want to get in on that one. We got the Braves and the Red Sox coming to you about seven ten Eastern. Kyle Wright, Nick Pavetta. Kyle Wright and the Braves, minus 150 road favorites, plus 130 on Pavetta and the Red Sox as home underdogs. Nine is the total in that one. Of course, Wes, the the Braves licking their wounds a little bit off of that Mets series where mm-hmm. they could have, in theory, taken over the lead in that division in a five-game series. They go in as three and a half game, uh, three and a half games back of them, licking their wounds a little bit here. But, uh, you know, there is help on the way for this Braves squad. I mean, they have called up their top prospect. He's actually hitting in the nine hole tonight. Grissom is, um, and of course, Ozzie Albies is still at some point going to be yes. going to be coming back for this team as well. So it's it it's not all doom and gloom for this Braves Yeah, squad. all of a sudden, too, yeah. they've got the Phillies, who are only three games back uh, mm-hmm. of them now in the NLE, so they want to hold them off. I think the Braves are going to be fine. Tough series, as you mentioned, against the Metropolitans, but uh, got arguably the best guy they could have on the mm-hmm. mound tonight. Knight and Kyle Wright, 13 and 5, 3.21 ERA this season. 710 Eastern Guardians and the Tigers. Aaron Savali off the IL there for the Guardians. Drew Hutchinson for uh Drew Hutchison for the Tigers. If you want Savali and the Guardians, minus 180 favorites on the road. If you want the Tigers, plus 155 underdogs at home. Eight is the total there. Over in Texas, 810 Eastern, we got the Rangers and the Astros, Glenn Otto and Justin Verlander. As you would imagine, Wes, Verlander, who has been unbelievably lights out Mm -hmm. all season long, Mm -hmm. a minus 295 favorite over at DraftKings, plus 245 if you want Otto and the Rangers as uh, as road underdogs. Seven and a half is the total. This is one of those things where I look at this number and I say, I can never in a million years back a $3 favorite in baseball. At the same time, I'm not getting in the way of Verlander either. Yeah, this is parlay filler tonight. If you could find a smaller favorite Mm -hmm. that you may like on the uh, baseball card, uh, perhaps looking at maybe the Atlanta Braves, Mm -hmm. the aforementioned Atlanta Braves, or if you want to look at, uh, you know, somebody like St. Louis, that might be what you have to do here because I'm not getting in the way of JV. White Sox and the Royals at 810 Eastern as well. Johnny Cueto and Chris Bubich. The White Sox and Cueto are minus 145 road favorites, plus 125 on the Royals at home as underdogs. Eight and a half is the total. If you would have told anybody at the beginning of the season, West that Johnny Cueto would be the second best pitcher on the White Sox staff, everyone would have laughed you out of this studio. But instead, here we are. And Johnny Cueto is the second best pitcher on the White Sox. And by the way, the best one isn't Giolito. It's right. Dylan Cease. So, I mean, right. it's it's uh, it's pretty interesting how this White Sox pitching and staff And that's part out. of the reason why they're 56 and 54 mm-hmm. and, and chasing it, even though they're only two games out of the wild card right now. But still kind of waiting for the White Sox, you know, to get right. And they just keep having injuries. They can never get everybody healthy, at least at the plate. Uh, in terms of what I might go with here, I might go with the Royals' first five, like maybe mm-hmm. plus a half a run or perhaps take the money line. Chris Bubich, very quietly, hasn't been too bad for Kansas City. He's gone six innings or more in the last four starts against the Red Sox, the Rays, the Blue Jays, and the Yankees. And uh, the XFIP, I believe, just about 426, the ERA 376. Uh Johnny Cueto has been better on the road than he's certainly been at home, but no Tim Anderson. Now a torn ligament in his hand. They are 14 and 17 without Tim Anderson in the lineup. Uh, the Royals, since Salvi Perez has come back, they've gone 500 against a tough schedule. So uh, small lean to the Royals here for me. 840 Eastern, we got the Cardinals and the Rockies. That's Jose Quintana making his, I think, his third start there for the Cardinals. Kyle Freeland 
and the Rockies. Minus 155 with the Cardinals on the road as favorites. Freeland and the Rockies, plus 135 home underdogs. And West, the old 12 and a half whenever yeah. we got the game up there in Denver. Yeah, because this was, I think, 11 on the opener. Mm-hmm. I was seeing 11 and a half earlier this morning. But if you look, uh, Jose Quintana mm-hmm. in his five career starts out there, of course, 593 ERA. <laughs> we know Kyle Freeland likes to go on yes. the road more than he does to pitch at home there in Coors. Kyle Freeland, 555 and 11 starts this year at Coors. So I can't disagree. I'm not going to chase a, a number that's moved up a half a run, but I don't think that that move was wrong. Uh, we got looking here a little bit later, 940 Eastern, the Pirates and the Diamondbacks. That's Mitch Keller and Madison Bumgarner. If you want to back the home favorites here, it is going to cost you minus 150. If you want the road underdog, plus 130 there, eight is the total. And then final first pitch of the evening, we got a 10-10 Eastern Twins and Dodgers. That's Sonny Gray for the Twins and Ryan Pepio for the Dodgers Despite the fact that Pepe has only made a few starts in the majors, minus 195 favorite there at home in this one. Man, they love, love, love to back the Dodgers and bet the Dodgers here, West Plus 165 with Gray and the Twins on the road as underdogs. I mean, look, I am... I also try to avoid getting in the way of the Dodgers as often as I can, but we're talking about a guy who's only had a handful of starts it's in the majors. It's a big price, even yeah. though Pepio is a good prospect. Mm-hmm. Uh, Butler University in Westfield, Indiana's own Ryan Pepio for good measure. But, yeah, I'm not going to lay 190 here against Sonny Gray. Yeah, it's just going to be too tough for me to, to get in on that. We're going to talk some golf. There's going to be a lot of golf talk here. On the show, this is the beginning of the FedEx series here. We're heading up to the St. Jude in Memphis. This is unlike the last few tournaments that we have seen. So if you haven't been paying attention here lately, be sure and tune in. Wes, one of the very best at breaking all this down. Kelly said he did an incredibly deep dive last night as well. I have a few plays myself. So some St. Jude here on the other side. It is Wednesday on Primetime Action. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. 
We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ice cold beers, cold hard cash. Join the action on the pitch with the Heineken 2022 Soccer Prediction Challenge. Compete in 20 free-to-play pools this season for your shot at a share of $100,000 in total cash prizes. Head over to DraftKings.com slash Heineken now to start your run at Victory Heineken. Beer made better 21 and over. Only terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com for details. And as always, drink responsibly. Drink responsibly. Wes, you'll be proud of me. I have a, I have a soccer bet. Mm-hmm. Tonight? No, no, no. <laughs> for like 10 months from now, whatever oh, okay. it is. Yeah. I bet Liverpool... I was wondering if you had bet the uh, All-Star game tonight. Apparently, it is the MLS All-Star game against the Liga MX All-Stars. Oh, I was well aware of that. I was going to ask <laughs> Ben about that yesterday. And, Wes, maybe, maybe you know, maybe this is an unfair question, but, like, how do the leagues compare? Like, it's kind of a cool idea, I yeah. guess, if, there's, yeah. if they, you know, are kind of at the same level. Well, there have been crossovers, and these guys do play in that CONCACAF, you know, cup and whatever these team cups are. There's so many of these things. So, uh, yeah, I, I think maybe the MLS is a little bit ahead, but okay. not too far ahead. Uh, uh, there are several books here in town, by the way, that do put Liga MX, obviously. There is some interest within the Latino community. Yeah, it is um – it is, it is Liverpool, and I had no idea that this season didn't end for like another 10 months. Yes. So, like, yeah, so the <laughs> yeah, money just started, is just started. Uh, they had opening match weekend uh, last weekend. So the, the money is just going to be lingering forever. Oh, I mm-hmm. don't think, yeah, when Matt made this bet, West, I don't think he realized how long the normal Premier League season yeah. is. Plus, this year you get the World Cups yes. uh, smack dab in between. Yes. So, yeah, it's. A, so this is going to go because usually it ends in around, I think, May yeah, or I think it's early May. May. It may go into June this time because of the World Cup, like you mentioned. Seattle gets it done over the Yankees, uh, second night in a row here. Aaron Judge does go deep for them, his 45th of the year, but they lose 4-3 to three to this Mariners squad. By the way, that was an enjoyable game last night. Uh, went scoreless into the 13th, uh, Luis Torrens with the walk-off single. But uh, if you were watching, if you were a Yankee backer and watching that base running last night, it, w- it went deep into the night, at least on the West Coast, went to about 11.30, so really late out east. But, yeah, Yankees just so many comedy events 
of errors uh, with the, even with the ghost runner in the extra innings. And I'm not a big ghost runner guy personally. Mm-hmm. So it was nice to see kind of a marathon game late night because these things now at the ghost runners, you rarely see a game go past the 10th inning anymore. So to see it go to 13th and now uh, the Yankees, I believe have like the same record as the Kansas city Royals ever since I think the date was June 24th uh, in the midst of a one and seven skid mm-hmm. right now. And the Astros are coming. Yeah, I, well, I, I, I'm, I'm big on the Astros, and I think that you know there might be even a couple of other teams. We're seeing the Mariners being able to compete with them right here with the Mariners bolstering that uh, that pitching staff like that they did. And by the way, they're winning. They won these last two games. Julio Rodriguez isn't even in the lineup for them. Mm-hmm. You know, so this is this is getting it done without even the, uh, Julio Rodriguez. In the the updated home run count for those wondering. I, I I cannot believe national media is not freaking out about this more. I know they talk about it every time Judge hits home run, but this is where the count stands at through 112 games. Bonds had 47 at this point in 001. Ruth had 46 and 21. Judge and McGuire both have 45. Judge Judge 45 this year, McGuire 1998-45. That's where it stands. Yeah. He's going to win the MVP, by the way. It's over. Yeah, I think, it's I think you're good. Yeah. Like that over. stat right there, I think, no. yes. It's already over. All right, so let's talk some uh, FedEx here, St. Jude Championship. This is something that we will talk a lot on this show, hopefully try to make you some money over the course of the show as well. If we kind of look at the betting board, it's going to look fairly obvious as to the players that you would imagine with the short numbers. Rory McIlroy at the top, you can find 10 to 1 on him if you go searching. Scotty Scheffler, there's a 15 out there on him. Cantlay, there's an 18, kind of a rogue 18. That's sitting typically at most of the books about 16. Xander, you can find an 18 as well. Cam Smith, same deal, an 18. You find 20 on Justin Thomas at one of the books, so be sure and shop around on him. There's a 22 out there on Rom, 22 out there on Finau, Zalatoris 25, Cam Young 30, Spieth 33, Sam Burns sitting at 30 at a couple of different books. Colin Morikawa, yes, Colin Morikawa, he of major championships, 33 out there for Colin Morikawa. Sung J M, a rogue 35 sitting at DraftKings. Vic Hovland, 35 at DraftKings. As well, Wes, we're looking at a we're looking at a course here that you know. Look, a lot of these majors outside of um, you know outside of Augusta, of course, we're we're always saying, hey, look, they, they rotate courses. Mm-hmm. It's hard for us to like deal with course history stuff. We're kind of having to just go with 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 form here and the type of golfer that we're looking at. That being said, there's been a lot of golf tournaments played on this course, so we actually do have some course history with this with this particular golf course. We know that this thing is likely to play pretty difficult. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, of course, uh, the WGC event uh, was there the last three years. This now becomes a FedEx Cup playoff event. This was the spot for the Northern Trust in the Northeast last year. But really, I looked a lot at that FedEx St. Jude because the field quality, even though it was a lot smaller, only about 80 players or so, you had most of the top guys here. And then you go back to the uh, St. Jude Classic. Uh, this has been played at this course, I believe, since it was designed down in Memphis in uh, 1988. So you will see some bombs here, but that St. St. Jude Classic is a lot where they had, you know, weaker fields because mm-hmm. it was kind of closer to the U.S. Open, so you didn't have as many elite players playing. You pretty much have the majority of the elite players this week. We're looking here at TPC Southwind. It's a par 70, a little over 7,200 yards, very narrow fairways. We're looking at about 12 dog legs. This rough looks to be incredibly penal. If you are to miss badly off of the tee here. Now, these greens are super small, the fourth smallest on tour. That said, 
they are firm, they're fast, but they are true. So there's not a right. ton of crazy undulations. There's and not they a crazy did bunch get of some rain uh, yeah. over the last couple of days. They had not had any rain like all summer down there in Memphis. That they had like ten degree, ten days over a hundred plus degrees. I've been down in Memphis in the summer, mm. and it gets really steamy down there. So maybe that rain softened it up at least a little bit. But I would still expect you know twelve on the stamp in terms of the greens. The the Bermuda Bermuda greens here. There are guys again if you. If you're a modeler out there or if you're just somebody that wants to kind of look in a little bit deeper here, there are guys that putt far, far better on Bermuda than any of the other green surfaces out there. So that could be something that you could narrow the field with. 11 different holes with water. Most water balls on tour since 2003 by 1,100 balls. yes. Sawgrass, by the way, the second, of course, with yeah. the famous Island Green at 17 that gets its fair share of deposits into <laughs> the drink. So, yeah, you've got water really everywhere. It was very, I think, if I was looking for a comparable course, Matt, I was kind of looking at Concession, mm-hmm. which got played in that one-off last year for the WGC Workday where you got Bermuda Greens, water pretty much everywhere. That was kind of the one that I thought was a little bit similar to Southwind. 12 par fours, uh, eight of them are over 445 yards. So you can see how this might play there. 12 of the holes on this course average above par. Three different holes have over a 5% double bogey or worse rate. So just to let you know where you can get in trouble on this course, you not only get in trouble, but you can get in trouble big time there at a couple of different holes, three of them to be exact. Most of these approach shots come somewhere in that 150 to 175. You can skew on both sides if you want to and and really put it out to kind of 125 to 200, but the bulk seem to be in that 150 to 175-ish type of range, a lot of bunkers as well, about 75 of them out there. So, Wes, if you're if guys have been tuning in the last few weeks and seen some of these birdie fests that are mm-hmm. going on out there, this is not going to be that. I can't imagine by any stretch of the imagination. This seems, if we look historically, also if we just look at what we keep hearing, it's going to be one of those more kind of grinded out type tournaments. And yeah. so you and I have talked before about how sometimes that either brings a golfer into our player pool or removes a golfer from our player pool. Yeah, you would think low to mid-teens is going to be the score, and that's what you see in terms of the past winners. Abraham Answer won in that playoff over Burns and Matsuyama, 16 under par, JT 13 under before. So that's kind of what you expect Mm -hmm. a little bit here. You don't expect something ridiculous like a 20 underscore because the fairways are narrow. Mm -hmm. You've got to drive it in the fairway too. So like I know we'll get into some of what we modeled uh, later on in a couple segments from now. But, you know, that's why I thought good drives gain were important. That's Mm -hmm. why I thought maybe a little bit more accuracy in lieu of distance was important. And then this is really a ball strikers course. This is not a course where you necessarily win a putting contest like we've kind of seen the last few weeks on tour. This is something where your approaches have to be very, very sharp. Kelly, as you dug in, is there anything that you found interesting in this course that kind of helped you sculpt what you were looking at in the golfer? Yeah, I mean, I think a lot a lot of what you guys just said. It's really not why I jumped in too much on what you guys are talking about. Like you said, Wes, I mean, it's more I think, uh, accuracy off the tee. Off the tee, I think it's going to be very important. If we're just going to talk yeah. driving and off the tee, it is important here. It's just what is more important. It is the accuracy more so mm-hmm. than the distance. We see those approach shots. We talked about this a little bit last 
last night, Matt. But the you know greens and regulation from the from the fairway at this course, you're talking about fit, about 75 percent clip that they're hit, the guys are hitting on this course. From the if you miss the fairway, it goes down to 41 percent. So yes, I think accuracy off the tee was one of the biggest things I was looking at, and then approach players. Right, this is approach is going to matter about it as much here as it will at any other course we've seen all year. We'll continue to talk about what we did, put in our models, how we weighted everything, and Wes, as you mentioned, the MLS All-Stars, even money, Liga MX All-Stars, plus 220 a draw, plus 330, if anybody wants to get involved. We'll continue on here with the St. Jude on the other side. It is primetime action. Matt, Wes, and Kelly here on a Wednesday talking the FedEx St. Jude Championship as we kick things off trying to go ahead and get us a winner in this series. Guys, I went ahead and, you know, approach, as you mentioned, Wes, super, super important. So I did do strokes gained approach, and I put 25% of the weight onto strokes gained approach this week. Good drives and fairways gained because I do believe that we need guys that are going to be keeping it at least on the fairway or pretty close to the fairway. Another 25% between those two split up. So half of the model weight just Mm -hmm. between approach, good drives, and fairways gained for me. With the greens being so incredibly small, if you don't hit it, I want guys that can scramble. So I put 10% onto scrambling. I put 10% onto 150 to 175 proximity. I put 10% onto par fours at 450 to 500 because, again, we have eight of those. Here's the thing that I did a little bit differently that I imagine you guys didn't do. So I went ahead and put greens and regulation gained on into my model. No, that makes here sense. I looked at it too. Because it was one of the things where I started to look at this and with the putting surfaces being as transparent as they are and you not having to be an incredibly great putter. I did want to see if there's anybody who traditionally isn't necessarily a great putter, but is pretty good at greens and regulation. So, Hey, the putts are going to be a little bit more straightforward here. So as long as you're getting it on the green, then, you know, it's, 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 I think that it brings them back to the field a little bit as a part of, as a part of separating them from the field. So I did greens and regulation gained. I did strokes gained T to green because I already have so much weighted into with the scrambling up there. I did a little bit of putting and to go in there as well. So I did T to green and then I put just 1% because again, it was just a tiebreaker. I wanted to see, I don't really think this is a factor that's going to matter all that much to me, but I did do 1% on opportunities gained because I did want to see if there are guys who go out there and are putting it close regularly. Um, and it's a tiebreaker type situation for me that I would go with that guy over a guy that was similarly in the model. Yeah, so the so I, the way I approached the green and regulation was actually I went heavier heavier on the opportunities gain just because Same. just because the greens and regulation I didn't want to throw off you know, these are smaller greens, right? So there might you might have a higher percentage on what tour average greens are. So I actually heavy. I didn't really factor that in, but I went heavy approach and then heavy opportunities game, which we know is kind of 15 feet and in. So I, you know, I figured, hey, if it's 
if it's someone sticking it 15 feet or in, that's what I really need on smaller greens. But it is interesting because I think it's two different approaches, but two different approaches with the stats, but same kind of idea that we had in mind of trying to boil that down. Yeah, I did the same thing because I think with opportunities gained, because these greens are small, you're going to have putts from the fringe. Mm-hmm. And you're going to have maybe in that like little first cut of rough just off the green, so you're going to have to chip. So scrambling obviously accounts for that as well. But I did a little opportunities gained. I think depending on you know, some of these categories, you're going to get a lot of overlap. Like you'll get a right, lot of overlap yeah. on approach and GIR gained uh, total driving, even though that's not necessarily from the place that we modeled, that's more of an official mm. PGA tour stat. But I think it at least gives you a little bit of extra context. When you look at that ranking, by the way, total driving, taking the driving distance rank plus the driving accuracy rank. And, you know, when you see these guys, some of them are more on the distance side, like John Rahm fourth and distance 56 and accuracy, or, you have guys that are more accuracy guys like uh, Hayden Buckley was 15th accuracy, mm-hmm. 104 on distance. So you really see kind of the different ways to do it. Some guys are high on that because they bomb it, and some guys are because they're dead straight. So, Kelly, you'll notice I didn't do anything birdie or better. I didn't do anything with par fives because there's only two of those. I don't think that this is one of – I didn't do anything with driving distance because I actually think that with all the dog legs and everything here, Wes, we might even see some of these guys club down a, mm-hmm. a time or two here and there because everyone's so long now that like you can't yeah. like you can't hit it you know like you can't hit a driver on some of these things because yeah it's uh you know one of those situations so Kel, is there, is there anything that was just vastly different from from what you were looking at yeah i'll just quickly run through what i punched in like you said about probably half of my model this week was based off of driving and approach stats so it was strokes gained off the tee good drives makes up about 25 percent of my model um and then i did you know strokes gained approach uh about 25 percent and then opportunities gained i was about 12% on that, which, you know, is kind of more of an approach stat than a, than, than a putting stat. And then I also did strokes game ball striking because I wanted to see the blend and crossover with that too, but I did that much smaller. Um, and then I did the par fours, 450 to 500 yards. I did strokes game par four, just period too, because mm-hmm. uh, I kind of wanted to see the differences there, which they're really, there's it's surprising when you see some that are far different than others and others that are very similar. Um, scrambling, I included. Um, scrambling, I included. Did a little bit of strokes gain putting because then I ran, I ran a completely separate Bermuda model as well. Um, and then the the one the other one I added in was three putt avoidance. Because I'm like, if you're getting on this green and you're gonna you're gonna hit some three, like I can't have anybody hitting three putts, right? Um, so that that was when I added in. It wasn't it wasn't big, but mainly most of the model is off the tee and approach stuff. That that, that is for sure. Yeah, it was it was interesting for me, Wes, for what I ended up leaving out. I thought I. I thought I was going to put off the tee when it came down to it in into the model. I ended up not looking there as much. I thought maybe there was a couple of different ways that I could incorporate that without having to necessarily make that a, a, a standalone category with that. I did I did look at possibly just doing just par fours overall, but then mm-hmm. with eight of the 12 just falling within that, just dis, that one distance that I figured like, well, right. you know, I'm getting most of it. With that, so they're they're definitely the way that this course set up. There are multiple ways I think that you could try to interpret it and go about the, it different. The way yeah. that I did the off the tee mm. was go strokes gain ball striking, mm. which of course yeah. is off the tee plus approach, where you're weighing a little bit more on approach, but you don't want to necessarily ignore off the tee. Mm. Not that you got to be a bomber necessarily yep. to win here, as we saw Abraham answer. Mm. Not exactly a huge hitter off the tee. He did win here, but you've also had guys like DJ and Kepka win on this course. Yep. So 
you know, there are more than one way to uh, skin a cat here. So to yeah, speak. I and that was the that was the big hang up for me whether I was going to weigh at all any sort of driving distance and. I guess just looking at this course, I did the looked at the whole flyover thing, kind of mm-hmm. looked at some other stuff, and it just it seems to me it just doesn't look like there's enough enough opportunities for someone to really just rip it, you know, like just really just go at it with all these dog legs and the way that things and with these narrow fairways that I ended up not putting anything at all. In the model, Kelly, did you consider distance? Do you how, how did I mean, you go about that? I did factor in stro- strokes gained off the tee, so we know that mm-hmm. does incorporate distance a little yeah. bit. But that it was, it, it was I. Uh, I wanted to see it a little bit, but you're right. It was not something that I was overly concerned about because we, we know, like you said, I watched a bunch of that too, and it, all the dog legs are going to make this. Yeah, guys are going to have to club down, yeah. right? And I think that's why we see, once we get into our bets, I think both you guys are on him maybe, but it, there's a lot of people going Will Zalatoris this week, and Matt, you brought it up last night. I think it's going to be from his ability to club down on a lot of these holes and not have to hit driver. I understand now a little bit more why people are heavier on him this week because we've seen with the driver in his hands. I mean, his stats this year, it's about a third of the time he's hitting it right right of the fairway. So, I think those opportunities where he can club down, he he has he gives a guy like him an advantage. And I'm curious if you guys how far cuz so I typically run a 12 round model and I didn't this week and main reason was because so many of these guys have taken the last few weeks yeah. off. That's why I had to feel like I went a lot of 36. I usually yeah. do if I go on a baseline more often than not it's 24. Yeah, this because is... I want recent form, you know, over the last several weeks to two months, but I wanted to go 36 because I wanted to include some like better tournaments mm-hmm. with better fields. That means I was obviously getting at least two majors, you know, Masters might be going a little bit far back. Back, but I was including PGA, yeah. and you know, you were getting some elite fields at least, and that's what I wanted to do. So that's why I went 36 yeah. rounds. Matt, so glad you brought this up because this—that is, I think, typically in a week to week for me, I, I always run a last 12, last 24, last 36, and I try to find similarities in between. That's where I'm usually dialing in on my bets. Um, but usually it's more in between that last 12 and last 24 where I'm really looking at for recent form. This week, though, yes, I did take a different approach to that. I think it's more I'm looking more between my 24 and 36-round model yeah. because, I mean, I could show you at the break, but that last 12 model looks completely different yeah. with names well, on mm-hmm. it and, and I because even, of what you guys just said. And I even leaned way heavier on on the 50 round model than I typically do because with some of these guys taking the time off, I think, you know, listen, this is the most connected these guys have ever been. Like they are, they're, they are analyzing every single thing about their swing. They're going Mm -hmm. back and watching tape. They are fixing things or doing whatever. So like, I'm, I'm going – some of these guys that we know long-term form maybe yeah. wasn't as great over the last kind of stretch here, but we know the pedigree of that player. Mm-hmm. I – I went ahead and, and allowed that 50-round model to you, mean more to and me. And if you yeah. go 50, then you're including events like the players, even mm-hmm. though the players this year was all kind of uh, weather havoc down there in Jacksonville. But you're including a lot of the Florida swing events with good fields, maybe even some of the West Coast swing events with good fields. And that's what I think you want to do because it's tough to maybe – like ordinarily you mm-hmm. can do that 12-round that we all do, but – you know, then you got a lot of guys that might have played well at the 3M and yep. the Rocket Mortgage, and then that gets deceiving on what we're going to see this week. Absolutely. So we will run through what the results of these models look like if you guys are still looking to play some bets. And, of course, we'll go ahead and put our betting cards out there as well. An interesting kind of an interesting little hodgepodge for me this week. I didn't think I was going to end up on a couple of guys that I did and, and some guys I knew I was going to for sure. But... We will see if we can't make some money here in the final big event 
of the season. Primetime action coming back. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. The College Football Guide is out now, and the NFL Guide is coming in just a couple of weeks. Start your football season on the right foot with expert profiles of every team, including team trends, power ratings, and over-under recommendations, plus best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. Remember, the only way to access the Football Guide this year is to become a VEASAN All Access subscriber. None of that all a cart nonsense. <laughs> you got to come in. You got to pay to play. 175 bucks, and you get the college and pro football betting guides along with a full VEASAN access all the way through the Super Bowl. That is saving you at least $65 over this $40 a month version that you can do. But again, you can come in for just 40 bucks a month if you want to go that way as well. VEASAN.com slash subscribe for all your options and become a part of the Sports Betting Network, as always, drink responsibly. Kelly, we are we are going to go ahead and run through the models here. Again, guys, so whenever we whenever I give you these these 
these names. I don't bet all of them. I try to find value that's out there. I try to figure out if there's anything that I'm missing because some of these guys are popping up and I wouldn't have been thinking about them heading into the tournament. So again, not gospel. Just want to give you what I'm looking at here from kind of a top 10 perspective in all the different versions. 50 rounds. Shane Lowry, number one. Tom Hoagie, number two. Mm-hmm. Keegan Bradley, Colin Morikawa, Sam Burns, Chris Kirk, Russell Henley, Justin Thomas, Daniel Berger, Mito Pereira. If I go to the 36-round model, Shane Lowry, number one yet again. Tom Hoagie, number two yet again. Mito Pereira moves up to number three. Sam Burns to number four. Russell Henley, five. Will Zalatoris, six. Victor Hovland, seven. Daniel Berger, eight. Justin Thomas, nine. And then Adam Hadwin, comes in at number 10 in that 36-round model. By and the, the way, follow mm-hmm. his wife on Twitter, Jessica Hadwin. She is very entertaining. Oh, all right. That's a good – see, look at that. And Life she's hack. got no filter. Life hack. Oh, we had another one. Who was it, Russell Knox's wife? That was the one you, you've brought up before? No, no, no. His sister is a betting analyst. Russell Knox's sister. Yes. Russell Here. Knox's sister is a betting analyst over in Scotland. So, who knew? Uh, and then finally, the 24-round model, as you would have guessed, yes, Shane Lowry was number one yet again. And yes, Tom Hokey was number two yet again. Mito Pereira, number three. Justin Thomas, number four. Chris Kirk, all the way up to five in that one. Martin Laird at six. John Rahm, seven. Max Homa, eight. Victor Hovland, nine. And then Gary Woodland finds his way into the top ten there. Will Zalatoris just outside the top ten at 11 in that version of the model. So, Wes, I have names that popped up, you know, over and over and over again in all three versions for me. I had to make bets on those guys. There were some mm-hmm. other guys that I just can't quite get there, even though the model's telling me otherwise, John Rahm being one of those for for me just because of how he's been spraying the ball off the tee yeah. here lately. But, um, you know, it's fairly consistent across the board here. I'm curious as to what your what your results kind of spit out. Yeah, and and Rom was a guy like you know because now that he's crossed that twenty to one threshold yep. that I kind of do for the elite players. Like when you see a JT or somebody mm-hmm. like that drift up into the twenties, the low twenties or the mid twenties, they're almost like auto plays. But uh, maybe Rom might be better next week at the BMW mm-hmm. in Wilmington, Delaware. So that might be where I target him. But uh, it seems like I know you and I will have to see Kelly's plays. But we all ended up up on Will Zalatoris. Kind of an interesting angle coming in here this week. He actually parted ways with his caddy Mm -hmm. midway through the Wyndham last weekend and a guy that he describes as best friend. I don't know if they're really best friends anymore, Ryan Goble, but split with them midway through the tournament. It is going to be Joel Stock on the bag this week, and he most recently was with Cam Tringali. He actually won here in Memphis. He was I think with Ben Crane, his Oregon University of Oregon classmate for about 10 years. They won the FedEx St. Jude Classic in 2014. Zalatoris uh, eighth last year here on debut and I didn't want to play him in like the Wyndham or the Rocket Mortgage when he was like half this price when he was in the mid-teens I was like I maybe want to target him or like a Cameron Young when you get to better fields and they're in the 30s and in the 40s so uh, I did that this week with Will Zalatoris I'm seeing him you know low to mid-20s now he's a very popular play that doesn't mean a popular play won't Mm -hmm. necessarily win but Will Zalatoris uh, the one guy that was shorter than him Matt Fitzpatrick 
Patrick, uh, 22 to 1. Hasn't played a lot since he won the U.S. Open there at Brookline, but was sixth at the Scottish, 21st at the Open. He's never really been great, ironically enough, in the Open Championship, but a fourth here in 2019, sixth in 2020, fourth in scrambling gain, seventh for good drives gain. He's got the added distance, even though I don't know if distance is really going to matter, but it's never really necessarily a disadvantage. But this is a guy, it's a very small guy that can all, all of a sudden hit it off the tee pretty far. Uh, Colin Marikawa, 34-1. to 1. And uh, Marikawa, disappointing this year. He hadn't won at all, but he's been good in some big events. He showed out second at the Genesis, fifth at the Masters, fifth at the U.S. Open. Won the workday at concession. I mentioned concession. Very similar course, similar speed, similar type of smaller greens, Bermuda, water all over the place. And when you look, the approach shots, now you can narrow it. I know there's a wide gap in this yardage, 125 to 200, but two-thirds of the approaches are going to be from that length. And who's still the best in the world at those shots? It's Colin Marikawa. Sun Jm was just kind of a recent play, and I usually don't do that considering he's got back-to-back T2s. The putter just went cold on Sunday, and, you know, Tom Kim went absolutely bonkers. So Sun Jay could have easily won that tournament last week. And then Victor Hovland, 41-1, to has not played since the Open Championship, but that was his best finish since, I believe, the Arnold Palmer where he was T2 and he won in Dubai earlier in the year. Maybe that's a springboard because he's kind of just been scuffling along a little bit in the late spring and in the summer. Terrell Hatton, 63-1, to shot 64 on Sunday at the Wyndham, gained five and a half strokes on approach, six in the field last week, and then uh, I think one you and I match up on, Mito Pereira. That is a big number at 130-1, to and I think it's because he's missed four straight cuts, but he's not that far from form, and when you look, when we think of Mito Pereira, we think of that one horrible drive he hit mm-hmm. on 18 at Southern Hills on Sunday at the PGA. By the way, who leads the field in good drives gain last 36 rounds? That would be Mito Pereira. Majority of the numbers West has on the screen right there are pretty much still available. Look, I mean, we get one we you know, complain all the time about our, our betting menu here in Nevada. And that's true because we don't get near the bets that you guys get. The only thing we do get is we get some pretty good outright numbers in here. So you're going to probably look at some of the numbers we have on the screen and say, what are you talking about? Those aren't available. The majority of those are fairly close. The only one that was kind of way off, I guess, would be you did get 30 on Zalatoris. He's the best you can find rest of country is 25 mm-hmm. right now. I got 25, so I played it anyway. And I think 25 is still yeah. a good number. Yeah, I got 25. I played it anyway. So I think that you would probably recommend any of those plays that you have on the board the numbers that people can still get rest of country uh for me justin thomas and actually rest of country you can get a better number because there's a 20 out there the best number left in town for us was 19 to 1 on justin thomas for me again this is just i can't ignore the the long-term success on a guy that i know has been putting in the work over these last weeks that he's taken off to try to figure out some of that early season form that he had because if you do look at the last 50 rounds and all the things that I find important. He's first in this field and approach. He's first tee to green. He's first in opportunities gain. He's second in proximity, 150 to 175. Eighth in greens and regulation gain. Twelfth in scrambling. And then 20th in par fours, 450 to Might 500 Might be a little yards. fired up, too, based on the yeah. media availability I saw, of course, uh, with all the live stuff. You know, he's like, hey, they're suing us. You know, they're suing their friends and their fellow tour players. So uh, he was a, a little bit perturbed. And sometimes when a guy gets a little bit perturbed, he can play well. And I certainly could see JT doing just that. All the reasons that uh, Wes mentioned on Will Zalatoris here. Um, and again, he's not a good putter. And that's why I think that I wanted to play him this week because 
greens like this that are smaller and are that run incredibly true and you don't have to worry about crazy breaks and all the things like that, I think bring some of these bad putters back towards the middle mm. of the field. And so I do like Sal Torres here. Sam Burns, who's going to win the tournament, so I don't know why I bet anybody else. But <laughs> 31 to 1 on Sam Burns. Bermuda Burns, he's won three tournaments on Bermuda already. Um, this is what he grew up on in Louisiana. This is what you play all the time. This is He is used to this temperature, this climate, this every, everything about Sam Burns here. Screams a big week for me. Shane Lauer was number one in every version of the model that I ran, so I cannot ignore that at all. I mean, that is just screaming at me, Matt. If you bet, if you don't bet him and he wins, then you deserve to never be able to bet yet again. The number is pretty long on Russell Henley, and this is one right. of those guys that I was betting a year ago. He got injured, his form went away, and here recently he talked about he feels 100%, and that form has started to come back a little bit for Russell and Henley. And he's very good on Bermuda. I and, considered him this week. I actually had him last week in the Wyndham. He ends up, uh, I believe, T3 or T5. He was up there a little bit, but Tom Kim pretty much put everybody away. And so you look at you look at Henley, and for me, not only was he showing up in the long-term models, but even in the shorter-term models as well with some of the, the kind of getting over that injury for him. And so I had to go there. Tom Hoagie. We know what Tom Hoagie is good at, and we know what Tom Hoagie is bad at. And this is one of those things where, again, I'm looking at He's terrible putter. He's an I mean, he's he's atrocious. He's one of the worst putters you're ever going to see. But if I believe in the fact that the, like a green green complexes like this bring some of the worst putters back up towards the middle of the pack, Tom Hoagie does a lot of the other things very very well. Over the last 36 rounds, the fourth in approach in this entire field, third in scrambling. Uh, this guy does some of the stuff that I looked for really really well here. So Hoagie at 110. The last time he was this high in the model, Kelly, I played him and he won. There so, you go. So I'm going to play him yet again here. Hit him earlier this year at a big number. So going to try again. And then Mito Pereira, as you mentioned, it, it just he was in the top ten in every single version of this. I understand the recent recent form isn't all mm. that great, but again, I'm I'm looking at some of these guys with longer term form with all the technology available today, all the work you're able to do in your home and, and figure out what's wrong with your swing. Let's look at Kelly's plays here on the other side. It is primetime action. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.